Welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin, and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values, and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit fiercefemme.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. So if you are a business leader, you're a visionary, and you want to go to the next level, well, this is the place because... I break it down. I help bring on other guests that are loving what they do. And to me, there is a formula for success. And once you follow it, uh, you can align yourself with your vision and go to the next level of your business. And I want to welcome my next guest, uh, Catherine Binkley. Uh, She's a business strategy and mindset coach. And uh, she's on a mission to help female entrepreneurs live their best lives by creating wildly profitable businesses. So very, very cool. Uh, she does have her own uh, po- podcast show called Lit Ladypreneur Podcast. Um, and we're going to get into her story. You can actually learn more about her if you click on the link below wherever you're watching or listening uh, to this video. I don't like to waste any time. So I'm going to dive right in uh, to what we're going to talk about. First, I want to welcome Catherine. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Oh, this is such a great topic. Yes. Uh, you know, we're going to be talking about today building a business that lights you up instead of one that is struggle, uh, constant hustle. You always hear that word. Hey, I'm going to hustle. And I think this is such an important topic because I feel a lot of women are burnt out they're probably not aligned with what they're doing right now and um, they kind of feel stuck. So before we go into today, uh, you know, talking about what that looks like, I want, I want you to share really quickly kind of like your journey of how you started your business, like why you do what you do. Sure. Okay. So first I started in the marketing world, working for full service marketing agencies and Everything you've heard about working a lot of hours in the agency world is absolutely true. I loved it at the time. It was fast paced and I love serving a lot of clients, but it didn't fit the life that I wanted. And so over time, I decided to shift gears and decided I'd go out on my own. I'd always had that in the back of my mind. I saw my mom go out on her own and start her own business. So I had that as an example and I decided to go that direction and at first I kind of did it on the side and was in what I would refer to as a hobbypreneur phase where I was just kind of testing the waters. And over time, I really made that commitment to go full-time in my business. And when I did that, I went all in, there was no plan B anymore. And that's when the hustle came on for me. And you know what? Six months later, I did leave that full-time job and went full-time in my business. But what I I realized is I traded my nine to five for a 24 seven. And that wasn't my goal when I started. So 
that led me to relook at what I really wanted out of my business and life and to start making some adjustments. And that's exactly what I did. And from there, I've transitioned and of course helped other women do the same. Yeah, there's this whole mindset of women getting into business and having to hustle and having to struggle. And, you know, to me, it is definitely a mindset issue. It really is about, uh, you know, being focused on what you want and doing things that are definitely in alignment. So let's talk about uh, your, you know, your whole um, philosophy about, you know, effort versus impact. Yeah. So what I realized when I looked back over my career from the marketing standpoint, I'd helped companies of all shapes and sizes, huge companies with multi-million dollar budgets, figure out how best to achieve their goals. And they were trying to do everything. No one wants to do everything when you're at that level. You want to do what you need to do to meet your goals. But for some reason, there was a disconnect and solopreneurs were coming into the online world, starting their own businesses and consuming everything and trying to do everything. And it was simply leading to burnout. And so I realized I needed to translate this model that I'd used in my entire career to help women. And so it's simply this, it's impact versus effort. And I call it the Ivy method or the Ivy framework. And you look at any given opportunity that you have to grow your business and measure relatively the impact that it's going to make towards your goals and the effort that's required. Now, impact towards your goals means the same strategy might have a different impact for you than me because our goals are different. And so there's no one way or custom, um, there's no one approach for everyone. It is custom. And then when I say effort, I'm referring to time, energy, finances, any investment that you're making. And you can start to map things out almost in a four quadrant framework based on what has high impact, low impact, high effort and low effort, and start to see where you need to double down and invest more time and energy because you're gonna get the greater impact and where you need to either cut things out or figure out how to make them more impactful. Mm, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I like the fact that you said uh, women, they get online and they're taking, they're taking and doing everything like the free courses and this and that, and I got to do a webinar and then I've got to, you know, go on Instagram and doing that. And what you're saying is, you know, really focus on what is going to give you the most traction, right? Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much advice online. And the reality is that there are a lot of approaches that can work and that can help you build your business. There's no one way or no one right way. And it's more about committing to something. And so actually today, that like earlier today, the day that we recorded this, I had a chat with a client and gave her the homework of literally stopping the consumption of everything else she was hearing. Because when you're so new to your business, everything sounds like a good idea. Everything sounds like that missing link to help you reach your goals. And you don't know how to filter yet. And this framework, the Ivy framework will help you filter. But without that, you might shift gears and that whole shiny object syndrome comes into play. 
Oh my gosh, it's so true. You know, that, that shiny object that you think will build a six or seven figure business when really it, you're saying it's just doing those simple things, do it, doing it in a way that is uh, focused and that you can measure it. I, I think yeah. that is really key. Now, you said something interesting when you started your business. I want to go back there. Uh, something really interesting that I really want women to hear is that you made a commitment to be all in. How important is that? for women that really want to be successful in their business online? Yeah, it's incredibly important. My business didn't grow, didn't take off until I made that commitment. Um, before that, I mean, I treated it like a hobby or like a side hustle. And so that's what it was going to stay, right? Like I did not grow my business until I decided that my, my success was inevitable until I decided that there was no other option. And a lot of people have a hard time with what that even means to go all in. But for me, like that means getting uncomfortable. For me, that meant investing in a big way, more money than I'd ever invested in my business before. It meant making that commitment to myself, not just to other people and talking to other people about how I was creating this business, but knowing that I was going to show up for me and I was going to do this for me. Mm. Yeah, that, that's so important, you know, talking about investing in yourself. I think a lot of women, they have issues. We've been taught historically uh, to play it safe. And yeah. so when there's that opportunity working with a coach or mentor or whatever you're doing in your business uh, to invest in money, a lot of times women will just make their decisions based on security uh, whereas you really need to make a decision based on where you want to be, right? So, it, it, and you yeah. said- you know, it really has to be coming out of your comfort zone. Like nothing happens out of your comfort zone, which I totally agree. So my question to you is, you made that investment. How uncomfortable, like the minute that you said yes to yourself to make that, because I want women to listen to this right now, women all around the world, I've got listeners all around the world, they're listening to what you're saying about the power of investing in themselves and that it will not feel comfortable. So I want you to take me back to that moment when you, said, I'm going all in and I'm investing this big chunk of money. What was the inner dialogue that you had? Yeah. So first of all, I've debated back and forth. I sat at my computer typing up an email to a particular coach that I wanted to work with, um, letting her know that I wanted to move forward. And I wrote the email. I deleted the email. I wrote the email, <laughs> deleted the email. I sat there and stared before I hit finally like enter to send the freaking email, like it was a struggle. Like the internal dialogue was, I mean, let me go with the feelings because women tend to think about it, it's more how they feel. And I was terrified, but on the other hand, I was just full of excitement and the possibility of, of what could be was there. And I just realized I had to move forward and focus on the excitement. I had to not let the fear stop me, but I had to do it scared. I've heard that phrase and I believe in it so hard. Like, do it scared. Yes. What, Take that action. <laughs> what a defining moment. I actually have been there two years ago when I made my first uh, big investment. I'm going to always continue to invest in my business. But yeah, absolutely. that feeling uh, for me, I felt terrified but I felt drained and I'm like, I cannot keep operating my business this way because I'm not going to have a business and it's ruining every single area 
of my life. So you made the decision. You said, okay, I'm going to do this. And so what happened as a result? As soon as you like gave your credit card information, did you still feel fearful or was it not until you started working with that coach? I, I think that underlying, I'm sure that fear was still present because I don't think it just goes away. I think it's something that you have to get comfortable with feeling and just moving forward or moving through it anyway. So for me, it was still there. I just chose not to focus on it. I chose to focus on, I guess, the faith in what was possible versus the fear. And so I just kept taking steps no matter what. I, I just turned my attention and I'm Maybe it's, it's me. I'm really good at compartmentalizing. And so once I made that decision, I knew it was there, but I just kind of ignored it and said, you know what? F you fear, like <laughs> you're not getting in the way. I'm going to make this happen. If I've invested and I've committed, then I'm going to follow through. Mm, it's, it's so true. You know, you got to have skin in the game. You've got to invest in yourself. And uh, those feelings that you mentioned, like feeling fearful, it didn't go away but you were able to shift how you were feeling with fear to feeling more hopeful and, and, that, and using that as a catalyst. I really want women to hear that, is that nothing is gonna change unless you make a decision uh, based on where you wanna be. Instead of where you're at right now, it feels uncomfortable. Um, so I think it's important that women hear your story so that they can connect with it. They can say, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I'm going through. I'm struggling, I'm in my head. So let's talk more about, uh, you know, building a business without feeling burnt out. And one of the biggest things I know for, for myself and my clients is I have a success ritual that I do every day. So what are some of the things that you prime your mind? Like you, you, you know, you just kind of do those things before you, you're even getting into the work part. Yeah. So I actually created a checklist for myself of, of my daily routine, if you will. And I don't follow it to a T as in like, I literally have to do everything, but it's a guide for me. And I always start my day with mindset work. I believe mindset is critical and that's coming from someone who has a deep marketing background and realized that it took a lot more than the marketing know-how that I had to build a business. So the mindset piece has been the game changer for me. And um, so I start every day with most days, I should say with journaling. And then from there, I use that to inspire content that I'm going to create in my marketing and that kind of thing. Um, but I transition typically from the mindset work into thinking, where do I need to ask for help? Now, this is specific to me. I'm not sure that everyone needs to do this, but I don't like to ask for help. I like to figure things out myself and I'll try. I'm an achiever and I know I can figure things out eventually, but that's not the smartest thing to do, to wait and to try. And so I literally put that on my checklist to ask for help so that every day I remind myself in some way, whether it's with one of the coaches that I'm working with or with um, a team member that I can delegate to, or even a family member to take something off of my plate to ask for help. And so that's part of that practice that, has been a game changer for me. But again, I don't know how, if that's something that everyone needs, but I, I don't know. I have a feeling a lot of women could use that. Yeah, absolutely. 
yeah, asking for help. And I, I know the biggest thing, like you mentioned, like doing some mindset work, starting your day, uh, what you don't want to do is open up your phone and start working. So I think right. taking out that time for yourself is a really, really critical. You know, let's, let's talk more about the mindset piece as it relates okay. to money. Okay. Yeah. Uh, coaches, consultants, any kind of service-based provider, uh, a lot of times they're not valuing themselves. They have an amazing expertise, but they're not charging what they're worth. I was wondering if you could share some of your insights and strategies about how you've handled that for yourself and for your clients. Yeah. So I think a big piece is journaling through your thoughts about money. And one of the exercises that I've given my clients is literally to hold up a $20 bill, a dollar bill. It doesn't even matter, but hold up some kind of paper money and just start to recognize the feelings that you have about this piece of paper. That's all it is. It's a piece of paper, yet we assign so many stories to it and meaning to it based on how much we have or don't have. And so that's the first thing is just getting clear on how you actually feel about this piece of paper that's simply a piece of paper. And then digging into, okay, well, how do you feel about spending money? How do you feel about earning money? Where did you learn those beliefs from? Um, and you know, just working through the past and then, okay, how do you want to feel about earning money? How do you want to feel about spending money? And there's a lot that will start to, to bubble up to the top. And that's where you can just dive in and start to dissect and discredit all of these stories that you're telling yourself. Oh, and they are stories. Uh, <laughs> they're such stories. And women have, the, I think, the biggest issue with that, really, really giving themselves permission uh, to charge what they're worth, have a better relationship with money. I like that exercise about, you know, holding the physical piece of, of paper with money. And it's interesting when you do think about money, it really is an idea. Like if you're looking at your bank account, it's, it's just digits, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, it really is. Yeah. It's, it's kind of mind blowing when you look at that, that concept and the emotion that we attach to it specifically women and business and whatever, you know, your past is with your relationship with money. Cause to me, it's like a relationship that you're absolutely. having. So yeah, absolutely. And I do, I do love the fact that you mentioned about journaling. That's something I do every single day. It definitely helps to kind of release that kind of stuck energy. I, I actually had a mentor, this is years ago that told me to carry around the exact amount that you want to make per day in your wallet. And, uh, I, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a lot of money. I started doing that. And then while wow, it just got ridiculous. Um, but that actually helped to transform for me personally, uh, how much money I was making. So I like that. I like that tangible exercise. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Awesome. So, you know, Catherine, let, let's talk about, um, you know, if you're stuck, so I'm sure you've worked with, uh, you know, a lot of your clients and, and, you know, success is never linear. So we do come against, you know, up against some challenges. So how do you personally navigate around your own challenges in, in your business when something isn't going exactly the way that you want it to? Well, so first I get clear on what it is that I actually want. And I realize a lot of people don't start there. And so when they get into the middle, they don't really know what success should look like for them. And 
So first getting clear on that. And I also think that when you're getting clear, setting a range. And so oftentimes I hear of, you know, one single goal. And if you're not hitting that mark, you are, you beat yourself up for falling short. So I like to set a range with my clients of good, better, best. And that way you're aiming for the best with your marketing, but there is that satisfactory range you fall within. So first I think setting up what is it that you want and what does that really look like so you know because a lot of times when you feel like things aren't going well when i feel like things aren't going well i have to look back at what it is that i want because otherwise i'm just going off of my feelings mm. i'm not actually looking at the facts and so that's one thing i do as well is in that moment on a sheet of paper make two columns and write down the facts and the feelings and start to compare because oftentimes you're beating yourself up or stressing over something that really is just a feeling, a story that you're telling yourself. Um, something that, you know, I've had clients come to me and say, you know, my launch is not working, right? This is not happening. I'm never going to get any clients. My webinar failed, like all of these things, whatever it is. But when we look at the numbers, I'm like, actually, it's doing great. Your conversion rate rate for a webinar is great. Let's look at the facts here. What we need is to get more people into whatever it is, not retool it. And so looking at the facts helps you, helps me decide what to actually do. Because a lot of times we try to fix something that isn't broken. Mm. And that's been a game changer for me as well to, to look at those facts and feelings so that I'm fixing the right thing and focusing on the right thing. And oftentimes more than that, it is my mindset and not an actual um, adjustment or like starting over feeling. Yes. And too often we, we do that. We just scrap everything and start from scratch. That makes a lot of sense. I like the fact that you mentioned uh, facts over feelings because again, I find women, we tend to get in our head, we get yeah. a little bit emotional. Oh yeah. I can just imagine my launch is not where, you know, yeah. <laughs> yep. I call it having your freak out moment. Uh, yeah. But we all do it, you know, we're, we're human. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. Catherine, this has been absolutely amazing. Where can people learn more about you and your work? And we'll go ahead and make sure we put that in the show links as well. Yeah. So the best place is I actually have a free masterclass and it's called my um, four-part client attraction formula. So it's a light, A-L-Y-G-H-T.com forward slash client dash attraction dash formula. So We'll make sure that you've got that link. Perfect. Yes. And if you did not remember all that, just wherever you're listening or watching, we'll make sure we have that link so you can go ahead and sign up for that free masterclass. Okay, great. Thank you so much for being my guest today and breaking down uh, your fearless formula for being an empowered woman in business. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. And until next time, this is Heather Pickin and live fearlessly. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at heatherpicken.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Dolce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com. Dot com.